Tweet at SFM Radio and at John Kherika. South Africa's Khotsana Monjane defies odds through wheelchair tennis. She's known as KG. How's it going, KG? I'm well, thank you. And how are you, John? No, how are you? Are you really well? Yeah, I'm fantastic. I'm fantastic. Excellent. How's the tennis going? Yeah, tennis, uh, tennis has been great, you know. After a year of not being able to play, but uh, yeah, it seems like we're back in 2021 and just happy to be back competing again. What's been, what's what you've been doing over the last few months there? Uh, obviously, knowing that there was going to be Australian Open, I've been, you know, trying to prepare for, for that. Mm. So, yeah, it was just about, you know, grinding and grinding and not uh, not giving up despite the, the, the COVID uh, situation. There, there was always that, that that saying that tennis was the probably the best social distancing sport ever. You stand over that side and I'll stand over this side and we'll hit the ball to each other. <laughs> Definitely. I mean, that's... That that social distancing at its best, I would say. So, and even when you change, you know, sides, the other one can always go another way around. So, I would like to think that's correct. Yeah. Okay, let's talk Australian Open. What was it like? We we heard all the news about the the big boys and girls moaning about being in lockdown. What was it like for you? Yeah, I, I would just think, you know, the the first three days were the most difficult days because, yeah. That's when we couldn't go out. But, uh, yeah, my group, it was one of the fortunate ones because we could get the five hours out after the three days. But mm. there was a group that couldn't go out at all. So mm. I would like to think that was the morning group. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I can imagine it could have been tough for them not being able to go out and catch some, some fresh air. Mm. Yeah, there were, what are the videos of them banging the ball against the wall in frustration? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It was crazy because you're like in your room and someone is playing against the wall in the <laughs> next room. So it was it was something else. But uh, I think I think everyone had to do something to keep busy, you know, just to take care of the mind because it was important for that since they were preparing for the tournament. When you were playing, KG, did were there fans and then the fans go away in the period that you were playing? No, I mean for the first two days they were there mm. and then. There, there was something about a new case, and then yeah, then there were there were no fans because of uh, the five day hard lockdown. Mm. So that's what happened. Was that a shock when you came out the next time and there's not a single person in the stands? Uh not really, not really. I was I was in that shock because I mean we we already familiar with the Australian you know laws, how strict they are mm. on coming to, to, to COVID. So it, it wasn't much of a surprise because uh, by then I understood better that this how things are done out here. Okay, so let's go on the court. You made it all the way to the final. Talk us, what, what was it like on the courts there? Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was really great. For me, I was just appreciating, you know, the fact that I'm back competing again. You know, I was just, I was just happy to be back playing tennis again, <laughs> to be honest. Mm. I, when I went to Australia, I didn't have any expectations for myself. I, I was just happy to be back competing again, and that's it. And getting to to the finals also of the doubles, it was just the greatest achievement for me also. And mm. Yeah, for me, being able to win a match again in singles, it was perfect. Because, I mean, getting out of Australia, managed to push that ranking to five. What's your current ranking now? Yeah, number five. five number, yeah. Oh, number five. Sorry, I misunderstood. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you were sixth when you started, up into five. In the world, 
yes, in the world. At th- what do you wake up in the morning sometimes and realize, you know, I'm the fifth best wheelchair tennis female tennis player in the world? Mm, not really. I woke up and I'd be like, I really want to be number one in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only number five. <laughs> I'm like, I wake up like, I have to get to the top. I have to get to the top, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so so number five now, I don't want to put a mocky on you, KG, but you're 34 years old. How many how many more years have you got? Uh, look, maybe many more years. I started playing at the age of 19, so okay. basically I still have some more years to go, yeah. Come on, put a number on it. So would, would you, will you, will, <laughs> you're going to go to 40? Uh, you know what, as soon as I win the slam... Yeah, maybe we can talk about hanging hanging up the racket. Yeah, let's <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> when when you stop winning matches, I guess. I mean, when I win a Grand Slam, when I win a Grand Slam, then yeah. we'll we'll start talking about that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's fine. Uh, out on court thirteen, you beat uh, Bernal. Where's where's Bernal's from? I'm not sure where she's from. Uh, Angelica Bernal. Colombia. Colombia. And then uh, the world, world number two. It's it's not too bad to lose in three sets to the world number two. Quite an improvement, to be honest. Quite an improvement. Struggled so many years to just like play a three sets. Uh, you know with the number two but uh, it really shows a good progress you know a lot of positive stuff to take from that and uh, yeah hopefully next time i can turn it around what happened in the last set kg yes um i it was just it was all mental the the longer break she took (laughs) yeah the more the mind slept i would say so it was it was mental yeah six one five seven six love yeah, I mean, I I, again, I don't want to make it sound bad. I, it's, I'm just curious as to what happens to a tennis player in that last set. Is you say mental, but is, is it a physical thing as well that you, you you're just not you're struggling to push through? Look, I look at that set and I'm thinking the score is very bad. But mm. uh, uh, I look at them the match. I went back to the match analysis. Then I look at the game mm. points. Then I'm like, it doesn't really make sense <laughs> if I got to choose game points and not compared. So it. The score looks bad, but mm. uh, you know when I check the match analysis, the set set wasn't really that bad. Uh, let's talk about you for a while. Congratulations, Discovery Vitality Ambassador, along with the likes of Chad Leclerc, Lucas Hadebekasta Semenya. What does that mean to you? Oof, what a time to be alive! You know, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, you know, it, it really makes me feel like a true champion. Mm. That's how I'm gonna put it. It really makes me feel like feel like a true champion, and you know. Being the Discovery Vitality Ambassador on its own, you know, like I just feel like it, it, it makes sense to me because it, it, <laughs> it really resonates with what I stand for, to mm. be honest. Yeah, but uh, it really makes me feel like a true champion. It's this double barrel that you've got, KG. Not only are you an excellent women sports performer, which is already a difficult thing to be, but also in the wheelchair as well, which is extremely difficult, I imagine. What keeps you going? What motivates you? What what what's the inspiration behind keeping on going with all the challenges? Uh, look, I, I think for someone who was born with disability, there's really one thing that I've learned as I grow up, and obviously being fortunate to be introduced into 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 sport. And you know, I would say being introduced to sport really made me realize, you know, how an active lifestyle is and how good it is for me. You know, because with all that, for me, 
itself being active actually it really helped me in so many ways it helped me to become more confident it helped me to to be more independent and yeah like you know since i'm a discovery ambassador we all know they are all about encouraging people to to be to be healthy mm. to be healthier and for me and being active again you know it, it also helped me improve myself which obviously i, I would like to with other people to, to engage with themselves in an active lifestyle whereby they can realize how good it is for their physical being and for, for, for their mentality. And I'm sure a lot of people could have picked it up during this time of the pandemic mm. that it's really important to, to actually be active. So for me, being that active actually helped me overcome quite a lot of things because then, you know, when you are independent and you are confident you don't even see that disability anymore mm. so i sort of managed to actually maneuver myself around a lot of challenges that i, I sort of encountered if you look back uh, 20 odd years 14 years old deep in the rural limpopo and you look at yourself today would you ever have thought that you would be where you are uh you know definitely no no definitely not definitely not simply because being involved in a spotlight tennis or world tennis, mm. the sport that I never knew it existed before <laughs> until I was 19 years old. So I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have thought of that. But you know what, I would say it's been a pretty beautiful journey for me to be involved in a, in a, in a sport like tennis because I find, I find the challenges in world tennis, you know, like very, very addictive and it, it, they, give, they give me a never-ending desire to go for the ultimate Goals, you know, mm. and I will bring you back to why discovery it re- it resonates with me as as an ambassador because one of their goals, you know, is, is to make people, you know, healthier, and it, its concept purpose is to make sure that people, you know, are better and you know they inspire each other in the society. And I think that's that's where I am. Like mm. I come from this rural area. And I'm very active. I'm in this sport that people are not familiar with. Then I go back, I share all the experiences with them, and I encourage them that you can also be be better, you know. So, yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that, to be honest, but I'm really enjoying the journey. Uh, do you have added responsibilities as an ambassador now? <sighs> you know, I, I would say, you know, my responsibility is just to be active and encourage people to be active you know because the, the biggest goal with discovery is that is that discovery's goal is to make 100 million people 20 percent more to be active by 2025 sure. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i've been active for the rest of my life so the most important thing for me is being able to help in some way with this goal that they have because it really means a lot to me and it resonates with me. So I, I just feel like that, that, that that's how we are related mm. and they are just aligned with me, encouraging that left, uh, active lifestyle. And as a person with disability, I know how much it has it has I- improved. And, and, and on that same uh, note, you know, it, it's, for me, I don't only be out there for myself, you know. I don't serve only myself, but I also of other people, you know, and which is the same thing that me and Discover, we share. They, we share the, sa- the same approach because what they want is everyone benefiting and doing well. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I just feel like 
yeah, I just have to be out there and make sure that I'm healthy and I encourage other people to be healthy. And I think that's where we, we, we really, you know, align and go. Okay, then. Okay, KG, so when are you going to be out there and healthy again? When are we going to see you back on the courts? Probably in June. Uh, hoping sure. Roland here, Roland Garros can can take place because uh, still tough times for us in Wichita yeah. So hopefully the tournament goes ahead, and obviously, yeah, some of us who are still fortunate to be at the top, we, we get that opportunity to, to play those tournaments. So June is the next tournament. Yeah. June French Open, maybe late June in Wimbledon. Probably, uh, yeah. You've got to get back to Wimbledon, right? (laughs) Wimbledon have to be out there. I mean, they have to put themselves out there like other tournaments, you know. (laughs) We all know they cancelled, they bailed out last year. Uh, Hopefully this year they can come through and show us what they have. Yeah, I think I think the Australians put on a good example. You know, that it was it was touch and go at one point. There, there was talk that it would be cancelled. There were a number of players or, or, or staff and crew that that did test positive, but they still put on a successful tournament. So it's an example, I think, that will be used by the world over, won't it? I really think they raised the bar. So mm. everyone who comes after them has a lot. I mean, a lot of pressure to actually deliver beyond what they did. Yeah. KG, great talking to you. Thank you very much. You're an inspiration. Keep up the good work, and hopefully we see you on the courts. And go and win that, go and win that Grand Slam. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Khotatso Monjane joining us here, South Africa's pioneering wheelchair tennis player.